Alright everyone, thank you for coming back. It is day 3 of the 31 Days of Dread, the annual Dream Warriors podcast Halloween event where we do one horror movie a day for 31 straight days. And they're not normal days. These are scary, these are frightening, these are horrific days. So you already hear that music, you hear the uh, spooky sounds, you hear the, uh, the witch screaming. Let's just hit that intro and jump back into it. So we're talking about the curse today. Yeah, it's uh, you can maybe best define it as Schlock Horror, 1987, directed by David Keith. That name might sound familiar if you're really into obscure character actors. Uh, kind of like one of those guys you've always seen in something, you just can't pinpoint his name. He directed only one movie, and that movie being The Curse, starring... This blew me away, Will Wheaton. But before we get into that, before we jump into this movie, let me tell you a little bit of who I am. I'm Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, Acapad, another known as Peter Anthony DeLuca. That's how we just put it all together. And if you go on the Twitter and the Snapchat and even on the World Wide Web and search a.k.a. Pad, here we go. I pop up. If you go on Instagram... It's aka pad13. It goes on and on and on and on, even to Twitch and YouTube. But with that being said, <laughs> I, I I gotta tell you guys something. I got what, what I'm in like a little bit more of a of a full mood today, cause uh like I mean like a Peter mood, like a Peter mood, a Peter mood, uh, because I'm talking to you from a temporary space of mine. Uh, I I don't live here. Uh, I'm only staying here for about a week because where I live, they're filming a pretty major movie uh, starring Sienna Miller, Chadwick Boseman, uh, J.K. Rowling, uh, J.K. Uh, Rowling, um, J.K. Simmons <laughs> from Whiplash and the Spider-Man franchise, uh, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, he, I don't know if he'll ever reprise his role as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, so we got Black Panther, the Commissioner Gordon. And the Baroness all uh, hanging out at my place where I live because they're shooting a major movie. And I'm a little bit displaced. The production company hooked me up. Uh, where I'm at right now is a phenomenal facility. Uh, it's, 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 15, it's called 1500 Hamilton. It's a block from where I live. And they're, they're building this place out as I'm talking to you. They're building it out. And uh, they had like the first floor available, so the production manager, this really cool guy, Chris, was like, "Hey, I, uh, you kind of said you wanted something cool and nice, and and I found this. What about it?" And, and I just, "Yeah, let's do it." So let me tell you, look, the amenities are not even finished for this place, and it's phenomenal. Like, like that's when you know you're you're in a cool spot when it's not even completed and it's like already blowing your mind. Uh, and look, as I'm talking to you, I'm going to multitask. I'm going to put my phone on silent. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm using uh, equipment-wise. I'm just uh, using my Microsoft ProBook and a Snowball. Snowball microphone made by Blue. And uh, this is kind of what I started Dream Warriors on, was this very microphone. Nor Norm and I sat down across from each other hoping to, uh, you know, like do something. Like get something going with it. Uh, and yeah, I was the one that went completely berserk 
uh, started buying professional equipment, got obsessed with the sound, with the editing, with the software, content, on and on, and um, through my madness, uh, made it almost like a uh, like a full time job. Uh, yeah, and that's one of the hardest things to do in life when you do something full time and you're not making money at it. Uh, and you, you you don't expect to make money at it, and that's that's Dream Warriors for you. Uh, we we are obsessively uh, obsessive about the the podcast, creating the content, and we just want to keep going. So, and that's a little bit of the definition. Even when I deal with contributors with Dream Warriors, I even if you're casual, I kind of want you to be a little bit obsessive. Uh, at least about something, just so you, you can you can spin things off the top of your head and and help me help you make a great episode because I really do feel that I, I believe that Dream Warriors is only as good as its last episode. Now, when I was doing the intro earlier, I was trying to make a pot of coffee, and I haven't used a normal coffee machine in a century. Uh, and <laughs> as as I was talking to you, the the the, the pot wasn't. Uh, inserted into the drip properly so it, it just went all over the place it, it almost filled up the entire counter so I, I, I had to stop that clean up the, the, the smoldering hot coffee salvage what I could I think I got like half a pot and uh, well here we go so coffee check in I'm doing hot black coffee uh, straight from a mug and just, it, it, just me telling you like just how amazing this place is it pretty much comes like pre furnished with even uh, kitchen utensils and kitchen equipment uh, and fully furnished along the way so uh, I just wish there was a little bit more in the fridge I feel like if they if they leave you like a coffee station uh, for like their guests and because obviously I'm a guest uh, they, they should fill up the fridge with condiments can I get a holla on the, the condiments fridge so okay so let's get back to this movie let me take a sip, and we're going to jump right into this flick. Okay, so this movie, The Curse, this was long on my list. I mean, this might have been going back to my youth, to the VH, VHS days, where um, I would just constantly see, like, little posters, uh, you know, like, like, not really pamphlets, but almost like... Um, like 11 by 14 poster handouts of this that, that uh, some of the video stores would get. They would get like a stack of them and have them available at the counter or just something to give away to the kids. Uh, you know, like I want to say I've seen this artwork on movie, like B-movie poster books. But the, the artwork has always resonated with me. The logo is fantastic. The logo always stuck. And... I, I knew it was part of a, of a series. And usually, my logic, <laughs> my logic when I see that something has, you know, part three, part four, part five, uh, is usually the first movie is pretty much a home run. And you can, you can even say this from, you know, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, all the way down to Leprechaun and Puppet Master. The first movies kind of sing. Uh, they at least have something. And you can at least like the first movie. And, you know, a lot of times, like, franchises are made from a successful first movie. And, you know, I think some people are just stuck 
<laughs> making movies because uh, it kind of it's like they're they're stuck continuing that franchise because uh, it might keep keep jobs going. It might keep a whole production house going. Uh, it, it's it's hard to know the mechanics of of why some franchises don't die. I'm looking at you, Predator. Even though the Predator should never die, that that movie should have an update every other year at least until they they get it right. I mean, uh, if I was Fox. Or Disney, I guess Disney now. I, I would immediately announce a new Predator movie right away, regardless of box office return. But I'll, I will say this though: uh, the Predator uh, will most likely double overseas because the international market loves movies like Predator. They actually love Predator itself. But I'm just waiting. For all these movies, can get can we get a female predator? I think it's time. I think it's time. Where are my SJW bros and gals and uh, whatever else? Where <laughs> where are my SJWers for a female predator? How about a female predator movie? This has got to be a movement. We we got the the female queen already. Like we got that with the second movie, but no. Moving on, but yeah, so th this movie was, it was great to watch this movie because it's just one of the ones like off of my mental list, and I was so curious of how the movie built into a franchise, and lo and behold, uh, I had no idea, uh, Geek God, uh, maybe like the first adopted geek, I will say, is you know Will Wheaton is in this movie. Uh, Will Wheaton, if you all know, Wesley Crusher from Star, Star Trek Next Generation. He, uh, with throughout his acting career, he has bled off into geek commentary. He's almost like almost what I'm doing. He's the first one, I think, to do it. And, you know, had kind of like a platform and a name to build off of. But he's like the original geek commentator, uh, you know, like almost like thought leader. Uh, and that came from the, the geekiest TV show you can imagine, which is Star Trek The Next Generation. But he's a young dude. He's a young actor in this movie. He plays, uh, I think his name is Zack. He plays Zack. Zack Attack. So, I had a lot of anticipation for this. I, I thought it would be great to do, do it for the 31 Days of Dread. And let me tell you, I could not have been more disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is is a complete letdown. It's a complete disappointment. Uh, even for the time, even for 1987, uh, you try and give it pass passes in some areas. But I will say this: Will Wheaton was good. I think uh, there there's also a uh, he has a half uh, mentally challenged brother that's well played. Uh, there's a creepy stepfather like angry stepfather that dude's well played uh sleazy businessman a la poltergeist uh that's well played so like a lot of the uh characters and the portrayals in this movie are their tropes their stereotypes they are characters just about all of them are great uh i even feel like the setting it takes this movie takes place on the farm so just to go through the plot Okay, and I had no idea either that this was based on the H.P. Lovecraft story. I never read H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, I think I have to get into it. But it should be the uh, the color out of space 
that's the short story that this is based on. Uh, there is a farm town family. An asteroid smashes into this town. And the people just start going bonkers. Uh, okay? And that's really all you have to know. But there is, a, there is an obvious like entity in this asteroid. In this ooze. In this... Um, you know, like it's a... Uh, it's obviously evil and it has evil intent. So, and the movie has an arc... It's very similar to Poltergeist. If you're familiar with Poltergeist and you want to see a side-by-side, lower-budget, lower-concept, uh, poorly-executed version of Poltergeist that takes place on the farm, you can watch The Curse. So, I'm not really trashing this movie. Uh, we try not to trash movies on Dream Warriors. My one, The one thing that I, I absolutely liked about this movie was the music. Yeah. I, th- I thought the music was a home run. And let me... Do I have to scroll the music? By Franco... <laughs> Miss Lee... Miss Lizzie. Miss, Miss Lee... I'm butchering that name. But Franco did an amazing job with this movie. Uh, I just... I don't know. I, I dug the atmosphere it built. I thought it had good cues. Uh, but I'm also a music guy. I tr- I always gravitate towards the, the music in movies. I think I have an ear for it. And ear appreciation always through my wireless headphones. Uh, I, I have the most obscure uh, <laughs> soundtracks rolling, even video game soundtracks. The games are ne- never even played. I'm seeing Venom tomorrow, and <laughs> and I'm and I'm trying to dig up Venom scores like the the actual soundtrack on Spotify before I see the movie. Uh, yeah, so scores and and me and my ears, we we have an intimate relationship. So, like, that's a positive. I think the acting's a positive. I think... Because the acting for what it is, completely positive. I think the score is positive. Uh, I think the the setting. You know, like, you knew you were in the farm. They they sold the environment very well. So, like, what what are the, uh, uh, like, minuses? Like, where, where does the curse that spawned four other movies fail? It, it, I feel like I always feel guilty when I get when I go on uh, like a like a thread this way. Uh, I'll hundred percent say. Let me take a sip of coffee to buy myself a little bit of time. It, it fails in the human drama part. Uh, to for, to extrapolate that, you don't feel for the characters. You don't uh, the. Will Wheaton's mother is in a position. They're trying to maintain a family. She's in a weird spot. Uh, she, you know, like potentially is like drifting off towards all the men because she's not getting what, what she needs from the stepfather. Like that's not sold. Uh, Will Wheaton sells his frustration and his anger. Uh, there, there's like an angst that's at the beginning of this movie that just doesn't like peak. It doesn't peak and doesn't come crashing down with a resolution. No big deal. We've had plenty of movies like that. But when we deal with that, when we deal with kind of like how it's shot, it's this is a Italian, an American Italian horror movie. So. I would say that the uh, directing isn't there. <laughs> you know, David Keith 
uh, should have just kept directing. I think he was probably two or three movies away. Yeah, like, I don't know, just some experience underneath his belt. He, he just needed more experience. He could have became the fantastic director. I, I'm convinced of that. So, <laughs> uh, the, the movie just doesn't click. And so, when, when I finished watching it, it has the poltergeist ending where everything swallows up the house. Which is obviously a model, but you, you, I pretty much didn't mind that. I didn't mind the obvious model at the end of this movie. Uh, the <laughs> when I was reading about this movie, so the sequels are sequel by title only. There's no connection. There's no thread because this movie actually leaves off in the in the in the place where you're like, oh my god, yeah, we can do more with this, and and you're a little bit excited. I was excited to go into curse to the bite i was i was ready to get it on i think it was still available on stars but i would have got it on amazon prime right away if it was available i would watch the movies back to back the curse to the bite made in 1989 two years later no connection curse 3 blood sacrifice 1991 <laughs> no connection curse 4 the ultimate sacrifice 93 i didn't look in, into that one but that seems like Curse 3 and 4 might be uh, sequels. Uh, I will check into that. I will let you guys know. So, yeah, the, as, as as a walk away, uh, would I even, like, recommend this movie? Uh, you know, look, there was opportunities at the end for amazing prosthetics, good makeup, or at least to sell design and idea with people going crazy and transforming. Uh, I thought this movie was going to have, like, a little bit of the thing in it. Uh, definitely did not, and this is what I mean. Like the movie just, uh, just on a direction, a tone, a balance, knowing where you are within the movie as a viewer, not there. Like th there should always be times in horror movies where you can pinpoint where you are, and by this I mean that you know that character A and B are doing this. This is what's stake. Uh, like you know, like here's the danger, and and we're here as the audience member. Like this is the juncture of this that we're 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 at. Uh, horror movies and monster movies and stuff of this nature that fail, they they lose their footing. They don't know where they are, and you don't know where you should be as an audience member. You don't know where what to pay attention to, what to anticipate, what to feel. This movie fails on that. Uh, despite again, like Will Wheaton. Uh, just being a, a, a young kid actor, like a kid actor, just kicking butt, just uh, really being like ahead of his time. Uh, yeah, so like I w it's it would be really hard for me to recommend this movie because I don't think there's takeaways from it. I really don't. Uh, I, even right now talking to you, like you kind of wanted it to go further in some areas, especially being shot in '87. You definitely wanted some things to go further, and while other things are to be more understated, uh, David Keith could have had an outside arrangement to even direct this. Uh, who he may not he his own, only intent may have been to get through the shoot, as opposed to uh, continuing a career as a director. Again, you all know what happens behind the scenes sometimes, so it, it's hard for me to even fault uh, David Keith. Uh, Look, uh, someone somewhere wanted to invest money into a movie, you know, a movie house or not. They found a way to make the movie. They may have had distribution to 
you know, make it make a windfall. And that's look, there's a whole side industry for film. That was all distribution in the eighties. You could make a lot of money off of VHS alone. But it's hard for me to even fault the direction. This is just a failed production. It's failed on on conception, execution, uh, intent. Uh, I would say that's the biggest fault of this movie. It, it fails on intent. So it sucks. I, I, I hate not recommending movies. I, I hate not finding that one thing that I know people are not speaking of. Uh, you know, like I will research the curse, the ultimate sacrifice, and the curse blood sacrifice three and four to see if they're related. Because <laughs> I don't even know the, the name of the first one until right now when I sat down with, with everyone. But uh, yeah. A little shorter of an episode. We're, we're, we're just going to cut this one short. Uh, we fell, we're falling under my 30-minute mark. But look, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow I see Venom. So day four of the 31 Days of Dread will be a full Venom episode. And I'm going to talk about this movie, and I cannot wait. Uh, on my IG Live, aka Pat13, I will be doing a Venom uh, drawing tonight. So anyone out there that wants to watch me draw Venom, that should be available for 24 hours after the broadcast. Come in, check it out. Let me know. Leave a comment. Send me a DM. Let me know you saw it. Let me know you heard this and you saw it. Because uh, last time I, I mentioned it, I did one and I uh, I did it the uh, the live stream the next time. I forget which. It might have been Death's Head. I did two live streams of that piece and holy crap. Uh, they were both uh, lots of activity, lots of traffic, lots of fun. So, yeah, uh, thank you for everyone that's listening. I do appreciate it. But look, uh, I got my coffee. I'm nearly done it. I have to I have to go into the 9, nine to 5 to publish this because that, that's, that's, that's what we do at the 9 to 5. We publish podcast episodes. And look, uh, Inktober is happening on my Instagram also, a.k.a. Pat13. The theme is Foes of Batman. So I'm doing one villain per prompt. And it's already kind of cool. I did Mr. Freeze yesterday. And, and today is a, another villain. I won't say who. But it does have a Toy Biz connection. Uh, and I will post information on that. But okay. Look everyone. I love you. Uh, thank you for sticking with me. Because I'm not in my environment. I, I, I feel a little bit naked just, just doing this with, with y'all. But... <laughs> uh, We'll we'll be back to form soon. Uh, I might be just better with the with the snowball. Anyway, cause uh, it it does take me if if I'm in a different spot, it does take me a few to to get my brain going. But look, and yeah, you know, what to expect? And I don't even know what the audio is going to be like. I'm so paranoid. But look, do something fun today. And by that I mean uh, spend find find five dollars, not find it, but spend five dollars and. Oh, here we go. Oh, is that? Wow, that's a quick movie sound rate. Okay. Testing, testing. One, two, three. We are, uh, we're doing this. We're doing this. 31 Days of Dread. Day two, day two, day three, day three. What day are we in? Ah, uh, how about if we stop the music? What's more important, the coffee or the music? I don't really know. The coffee is going, though.
Okay. All right. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back. Day three. 31 days of dread. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Boom, 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 boom. Looking good, looking good. Sound waves looking good. Good morning, everyone. Yes, it's it's your morning horror podcast. 